Hey, welcome to Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. So glad that you're tuning in. Uh, Thank you so much for all the great responses and passing the messages on to family members and friends, people you know that would benefit of of the messages. And, uh, you know, for them to get any of the podcasts, just send them to tomoleary.org and they'll find them all there. Once again, I'm just so grateful for those that are financially supporting. It's a tremendous blessing. Well, here we are on Sunday, January 8th. And uh, this is a very special day for me. Uh, It is my dad's birthday. And my dad uh, would have been 90 today. So he graduated to heaven to be with Jesus uh, on July 27 of this past year, 2022. And so I'm just honoring him. And as I'm starting this podcast, I'm holding the program that has his picture on it from his celebration of life. And I want to just read the scripture that is on the front of the program underneath his picture. And it's Lamentations 3, verse 22 through 25. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. Again, that's Lamentations 3, 22 through 25. It was a very special uh, scripture passage for my dad. And I just wanted to give that little shout out in honor of my dad, Joe O'Leary, the man, the legend. (laughs) I love him. Well, hey, today's uh, message we're going to jump into is called Seeing the Appointment in Disappointment. You know, we all have disappointments. Life serves up disappointments. They come sometimes in waves or, you know, we're finally getting some rain and boy, one cloud after another after another. Now, I love the rain and we need the water, but those waves that just keep coming and coming and sometimes disappointments are that way. But I want to remind you something I've said all my adult life, that God has a redeeming purpose in every pain. And so we've got to see what that redeeming purpose is. And so we got to see what God's appointment is in disappointment. You knock off the first three letters, D-I-S, and we've got our appointment. What is God up to? There's a great verse in Romans 5, verse 5, to kick this off. And then we're going to take a look at the life of Daniel, because Daniel faced a lot of disappointment. And so Romans 5, 5 says, And this hope will not lead to disappointment. So your hope in God, it won't lead to disappointment. It's interesting, uh, if you look at the New Testament Greek for that word disappointment, it can be also translated as shame. So your, your hope in God, it's not going to lead to shame. It'll lead you the other direction. Because it goes on to say, For we know how dearly God loves us, because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. 
God loves you so much. And so he's not going to waste one thing of your life, not one second, not one iota, not one pain, not one disappointment. He's not going to waste that because he loves you so much. He loves you too much to waste that disappointment. So let's take a look at the life of Daniel. Now, if you recall the story of Daniel in the Old Testament, and we're going to get to it, the whole, you know, gets thrown into the lion's den and, and all of that, and God sends an angel and, and protects him. But what, you know, led up to all of that? And so the big story is found in Daniel chapter 6 in the Old Testament. And so we start off in Daniel 6, verse 4, where it says that this, the administrators and the satraps, so the governing leaders, if you will, tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to. They could find no corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. So here it is. Daniel is upright. He's an awesome man of God, and yet you have these really dirty tricksters trying to get dirt on him and and to accuse him, to get him out of the king's uh, favor, because Daniel had an anointing by God. He had the king's favor. The hand of God's uh, favor was upon him. And so the first thing that God's word shows us here in Daniel 6, where disappointment can come from, is what I would just call misguided people. There's just broken people. There's angry people. There's uh, mean people. There's careless people. Uh, and they're self-centered people all the round, all the time, in my life, in your life. And the reality is that those misguided people can create disappointments in our life. But we got to remember, God has an appointment in the disappointment. And so the reality is that, you know, I I love the country song, you know, people are crazy. (laughs) And, uh, you know, as the lyrics go, you know, God is good. And the first time I heard it, I thought it said, uh, there is good. God is great. There is good. And people are crazy. Well, it, the lyrics actually say beer is good, but that's, you know, a, a country song, right? But people are crazy, but God is great. But God is great. And so we got to see his greatness when misguided people uh, do us wrong. Well, the second thing that we see in Daniel chapter 6 is in verse 7. And so basically the government, uh, these you know tricksters, they, they go to the king and they say, hey, you need to set up a new law, a new decree. And it says in verse 7 that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next 30 days, except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the dying, uh, lion's den. That's where we need the organ music right now. Bum, bum, bum. And so here's the deal. I don't think Daniel saw that coming. He didn't see that coming. And I would call number two about that can create disappointments uh, is unexpected circumstances. And so you've got these tricksters and, and the king goes along with it. He creates the law. He loves Daniel. And he just wasn't thinking of, you know, that Daniel was a man of God, a praying man of God. And so you have these misguided people. You have these 
unexpected circumstances. And, and I'm sure Daniel said to himself, uh, wow, I did not see that coming. Well, uh, there's one other thing that we'll look at that can create disappointment in our life is uh, unmet expectations. And that's in verse 8, Daniel 6, verse 8. It says, Now, your majesty, issue the decree and put it in writing so it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. And so it's it's this whole idea that like unmet expectation. I mean, Daniel thought, man, I can pray each day, every day. Uh, it, it won't, you know, it, I won't get harmed by that. And now there's this crazy, crazy law that's being in place. And, and I think God's revealing that you and I can have certain expectations that don't get met. And that creates disappointment, right? There, there's sadness in that of unmet expectations. So the reality though is, is that God is still in it. God has an appointment in the disappointment. So God's word shows us here in Daniel 6, things that can cause disappointment is misguided people, unexpected circumstances, and unmet expectations. So what we're going to do is fast forward to no, just a few verses, to Daniel 6, verse 10. And we're going to see how did Daniel respond? What was you know his first action on hearing this crazy law that if anyone prays uh, to any God, uh, you know, the living God, the almighty God, in, instead of the king, that he's going to get thrown into the lion's den. Well, here we go. Number one, this is what Daniel does. He responds. Boom. Big time. He, it says in verse 10, now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, so this law is now in effect, it says he went home to his upstairs uh, room with the windows open toward Jerusalem. And here he is responding. Boom. First thing he does is he goes directly to the place where he meets with God. And you know, when you and I uh, face disappointments, you know, so many times we can run to the wrong things to try to soothe us or help us or make us feel better. And, and they're not of God. And, and we, need to, we need to run to the place where God is. It might mean going to church. It might mean going to a, a Bible study. It might be going to a friend who's a really strong believer. Uh, maybe, you know, someone you know that uh, is just a real prayer warrior. Because the reality is, is that when these disappointments happen, we have got to respond. You know, Acts 17 verse 28 says, For in him we live, we move, and we have our being. It's this idea that we go to God, we go to, he's working in us. And so when we hit that disappointment, we, we gotta, we gotta be the first responder, right? If you will, to, to run to that place of God. When I uh, was in high school and college, my summer job was a lifeguard. And so there was many times where I, you know, had situations that I had to respond to. Uh, massive, you know, pain points, massive disappointments. And there was this one time where some kid comes running into the pool area and says, you know, Tom, Tom, 
there's a kid that crashed on his bicycle. You got, you got to come help him. And so I tell the other lifeguards, watch the pool. I got to help a guy, a kid. And I go running out and the kid had caught his thigh on the, on the steering wheel or the, you know, the handlebars of the bike. And it had hit just a chunk out of his thigh and the kids on the ground. And I've got, you know, uh, all the, you know, towels and everything trying. And he, and he looks at me and goes, how is it? And all I can say was, it's not good. It's not. (laughs) And, uh, but we called the, uh, you know, the ambulance and uh, got him uh, squared away. But, you know, sometimes we, we, we look at a mess and we're like, man, just call it what it is. It's not good. (laughs) But then we got to make the call, uh, to the Lord. And when we call to him, that's the big response. Well, that leads to number two. What does Daniel do? Not only does he respond, he worships. So it goes on to say in verse 10 of Daniel six, three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he done before. I'm telling you what, uh, there, there's something about that. Like he gets down on his knees. That's bowing. That's worship to God. You know, Jesus said it this way in John 4, verse 24. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. Spirit and truth. That's how we worship. Spirit, it keeps it raw and in the truth, it keeps it real. I mean, think of King David in the Old Testament. He was worshiping God. And one time he got so excited that he's worshiping God in front of everybody. And he's like in his underwear. <laughs> David was kind of a radical. And I am not encouraging you to go to church and do that. But if you want to do it in the privacy of your home, you go for it. But you know, but it's just you know, just abandoned, you know, like a heart of like, I'm going after God. I'm going, he's everything. And I'm going to worship him. And that's what Daniel does. He faces this massive disappointment that he could be thrown into a lion's den. And so he responds, he worships. And then of course, number three, prayer. That's what he does. He starts praying. And it goes on to say that he prayed, giving thanks to God. Wow. You know, by the way, prayer is just talking to God. That's all it is, that you and I can talk to God anytime, anywhere. Uh, it could be out loud. It could be in a whisper in your heart. And God hears it all. Uh, I love how Jesus taught us how to pray in Matthew 6. And in verse 9, It's our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you know, it's that understanding, your kingdom come, that's God's power, that's God's presence, Uh, his name is holy, and it's Lord, I'm asking for your will to be done. Wow, could you and I face disappointment from now on and just make it this crazy, raw prayer, real prayer that says, God, um, your will be done. I don't get it. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm asking you to guide me and lead me. But Lord, your will be done. Man, that is a courageous prayer 
that you and I could do. And especially, it's hard when we're facing tough times and facing disappointments. But we got to remember, God's got an appointment in the disappointment. Okay, going on in Daniel 6 verse 10, it says, giving thanks to his God. So Daniel was thankful. Now, here he is, knowing his life is on the line, that he very well could be thrown to the the lions and in a big pit and hungry lions. And what he does is he thanks God. Now, that's kind of crazy. And I've always encouraged, when you're going through a rough time or in a tough time, you don't necessarily have to thank God for that rough time, tough time, but you thank God through that tough time, rough time. You know, not necessarily for the whatever tragedy happened, but you're thanking God through as you're walking out that tragedy. And so, you know, it's just all about being thankful. Uh, Hebrews 12, 28 says, therefore, since we're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. So important to be thankful to God. And I'm telling you what, I have never seen a grateful person who wasn't happy, and I've never seen a happy person who wasn't grateful. So Daniel is just knows that being thankful, being grateful, it's it's the way in and it is the way on. And finally, a little piece out of Daniel 6 verse 10, it ends and it says, just as he had done before. Meaning, this was Daniel's life. This was his rhythm. This is just, it's what I do. I pray three times a day. I get down on my knees and, and I pray and worship God and I'm thankful and I'm, I'm going to respond to God. That's what he was doing. And so number five is consistency. He was a man who was consistent and And you and I, we need to be men and women who are consistent and just stand in that place and get in that really good rhythm of where we're not fearful, we're not running away, we're being strong, we're being courageous. And in that place, it becomes the rhythm of our lives. You know, 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. What a great verse. (laughs) When you're facing the storm, when you're facing the problems, when you're facing these disappointments, stand firm. Let nothing, nothing, nothing move you. It's, it's putting your heels in and I'm standing on the rock. I'm standing on the promises of Christ. I'm standing on God's word. That's how you stand. It makes me think of the cartoon my kids used to grow up on called Veggie Tales. And it was like uh, Bob to the tomato and Larry the cucumber. <laughs> and there's this one scene where Bob is, you know, really kind of ticked off and And he's a tomato, of course, and he goes, this is standing, this is sitting, I'm standing. Well, you know, because he didn't have legs. And so, you got to stand, this is standing. Uh, And so I'm telling you what, when we're facing stuff, we just got to be able to know God's in control. God has an appointment 
in the disappointment. So let me recap. Here we go. You know, the things from God's word out of Daniel 6 that can create disappointments are uh, people, misguided people, um, unexpected circumstances, the curveballs of life, and then unmet expectations. That's a tough one. That really is. Because when you have your heart set on something and it doesn't come through, that's disappointing. So when we get those disappointments, this is what we do. We respond. Number one, that's just like Daniel. We respond and we go to that place where God is. We, we go to that place where we can meet with God. And number two, we worship. And that's part of it. And we're going to worship in spirit and in truth. Keeping it real, keeping it raw. Number three, we're going to pray. Prayer is the way to go. It's crying out to God. You're talking to God. As the psalmist says, I pour my heart out to God. You know, God is listening. He's a good, good father who loves you. And he hears everything. In fact, God's word tells us he even hears your sighs. S-I-G-H-S. When you go, (sighs) you know what I'm talking about? Where you're frustrated, you're disappointed. He hears that. And so we got to just pour it into prayer. Turn it into prayer. And then number four is thankful. We got to be thankful no matter what's going on in our life, be thankful. Think of things that you could be thankful for. Remember, every heart beats a gift. It's so, so true. So we're responding to God. We're worshiping. We're praying. We're being thankful. And then that leads to the last one, number five, consistency. That rhythm of life, you know, just as Daniel had done before, that's what we want to be. Just as as before, we got to get into that rhythm healthy, healthy habits day in, day out, throughout the day, and we stand firm and let nothing, nothing move us. And I believe if you can start looking at your disappointments and even say it like the message of this podcast, the message title, you know, seeing the appointment in the disappointment, seeing God's purpose, God's appointment in the disappointment. And all of a sudden, you're going to have this radically new perspective and courage and strength. And I believe joy and peace because you're going to know God is in control. And I want to pray for you today uh, and encourage you. And so let me just pray for you. Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every person listening to this Keep Moving Forward podcast. God, I pray they'd be encouraged. And Lord, I get it. We all face disappointments. I face disappointments all the time. And yet, Lord, I am turning to you. I'm looking to you. And God, I pray you would just empower each person to to look to you, to respond to you to worship you and pray to you, to be thankful and grateful. And and God, to get that, that holy consistency, that holy rhythm in their life. So Lord, encourage them, be the lifter of their head, give them great, great hope and bless them. I pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks again for continuing to listen to the Keep Moving Forward podcast. I'm just so uh, 
honored and, and humbled to continue to bring you uh, messages and continue to, you know, respond, ask questions or, you know, topics for future messages and podcasts. Uh, continue to pass the word on to, you know, friends, loved ones, family members, co-workers, people that you, you think might benefit and uh, never, ever, ever forget God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.